Ah. Say what? What's up, everybody? Welcome to Keep Battle Podcast. It's good mm. to hear, be here today with my friends. I can't even talk, can't even get it out, but it's mm. good to be here with my friends again today. My man, Larry Page, is in the building. Hey, hey, hey. Another great week to spend together. My man, James Marshall. What's is up, with everybody? Huh? Special guest today, Jason <laughs> Rollins Jones is in the building, y'all. <laughs> what's going on, everybody? Yeah, never tell me your middle name. Your middle name is Rollins. It That's is Rollins. Ooh, I never knew that. You gotta get, get money. <laughs> middle name. That's funny middle name. <laughs> Rollins. Pay me. Let me know when the money comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jason Rollins Jones. Rollins with Roly. Larry Randolph. Mo. Larry Maurice. Maurice. Yeah. Oh, right. I call That's him right. Randolph. Yeah. Because Randolph is his, 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 his surname. <laughs> Randall. No, that's my Randall. F- that's my FBI name. I ain't tell you. I've been running. And we been got running. brother James Antoine. Ah. Well, well. Keith Andre. Three thousand. We just call him Doctor Dre. in the room too, so yeah. you know she kind of. What's Asha's middle name? Asha Renee. The boss. Asha Renee. R A A R. A R. She even had me here scared to say stuff. We try to leave the room. She said, "Get back in here. Get back in here." Yeah. Yeah. Hey, we're, we're excited today. We're going to talk today about black excellence. Mm-hmm. So many things going on in our culture now, so many things we want to tackle and look at, and uh, some great things going on in our culture and our community, and we want to acknowledge those things and have a conversation around it, all right? So let's wrap about that today. You know, one of the things we want to start with is Kobe Bryant, mm. five NBA championships, mm-hmm. two gold medals, the man speaks probably three, three languages. At least. <laughs> and now has an Oscar. That's so crazy. Kobe's winning everywhere. And he got his wife back. Wow. Seems to be focused on his family. That's a good thing. The man is winning. The man is winning. He scored 81 points in one game. That's 81 points in out. one game. Scored 60 in his last. Hey, how about this? Got two two numbers retired. Wow. Major. Same team. Major. Mm. You that good, they retired both of you numbers. Major. And That's ain't nobody stuff. dropped the mic like he did. Mamba out. Yeah, 60 yeah, points his final game. Extraordinary. Yeah, and I wasn't always, I'll be honest, I didn't like Kobe for a long time. I didn't like Kobe. Really? And I didn't even know him. Only because I was such a Michael Jordan fan that gotcha. anybody that kind of crept into his space, gotcha. uh, I, I felt it was a a disrespect to Michael for me to celebrate anybody else. And so I think Kobe caught a lot of my ire, even though he could care less <laughs> uh, because of that. But when I look at his competitive edge, his yeah. drive, his ferocity, his commitment to playing, his willing to get his own blood injected into his ankle so he can get back on the court. Mm. Yeah. His playing one time when he threw his shoulder out and he played left-handed. Mm-hmm. Um the dude is a, he's a different he's a different yeah, he's an animal. animal. So I heard before that Kobe, when everybody would be on the plane on the way to a game, Kobe would be in the front watching video. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Film. he was just yeah, just yeah. that. Committed. His commitment level was just maniacal, man. He was. Wait a minute, was, we need a thesaurus. <laughs> you can't jump <laughs> in. He, she jumped in and maniacal. said it's maniacal. Yeah. I he said maniacal. No, he can't do that. He can't do it. We knew this was gonna happen. When your middle name is Rollins, you yeah. you got yeah. words yeah. like yeah. that. Bring him up to your level, Jason. Bring him up to your level. See, when your name Antoine, you just say Palmer Park type stuff. We always gotta have our little dictionary. We just say he had a strong commitment. Strong, strong. But the dude was, but the dude was crazy. He was the guy who would have a rough shooting night. And when everybody's, you know, hitting the showers and hitting the club and, yeah. you know, getting ready to go party, yeah. he's the guy that's in the gym 
you know, yeah. with one light on, you know, with got the security guards there all night long getting up shots. In the know? arena. In the arena. Yeah, yeah. He was crazy, yeah. man. Yeah, he, work he, said, he said for years he didn't have a lot of friends because he couldn't find the energy to both be a good friend and be the great basketball player he felt he wanted to be. That's real. Like, mm-hmm. that's how committed he was to hoops. He couldn't even be a good homie to people. Mm. Wow. You yeah. know, that's wow. crazy. You know, I, I read something he said one time. Somebody asked about that drive that you call maniacal, that drive. He said he said what motivated him was he always played like he was the 12th man on the bench. Mm. Wow. Wow. Like he was that 12th guy. Wow. And he right. said that was the hunger that drove him. No matter how much success he has, all-star, MVPs, all of that, he said he had this work ethic like he was number 12. Right. Which means he always felt he played like he was one step from getting cut. Wow. So major. That's hunger. You well, know. his dad was a player, right? He, he yeah. was. Jelly yeah. Bean Bryant. Jelly Bean. I what a fact, man. Yeah. All the facts. Yeah, he's probably played with the 76ers, I think. Yep. And probably overseas in Italy. Mm-hmm. I think Kobe grew up in Italy. Wow. But straight out of high school. Monster. And by the way, by the way, DC fans, any Uh-oh. DC fans listening to this, Kobe Bryant was selected with, I believe, the 13th, 12th or the 13th pick of the NBA draft the year he came out of high school, somewhere around 1997. Mm-hmm. Kobe Bryant was selected by the Charlotte Hornets after the Wizards picked somebody else. I don't even remember who the Wizards wow. picked. Wow. And then he yep. was traded to the Lakers wow. for Vladi Divac. But wow. I want you to know that as a Wizards fan <laughs> – He's supposed I feel to be like with us. Anybody who was involved in that decision owes the city an apology. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. I mean, at least apologize. Can you imagine? I mean, back then, was we the Wizards? Or were, we, were we still the Bullets? I think we were the. Uh, we were the 96, 97, I think. Probably we were the Wizards. Wizards by then? No, 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 no. no, no. We, we were the Bullets. We were the Bullets in 94, 95, I know. Because yep. I remember Chris Webber was on the Bullets. Yep. Yeah. Strickland and that team. Yep. But when we became the Wizards, I'm not exactly sure. But we were the D.C. basketball team <laughs> that could have got Kobe <laughs> that's Bryant right, that's right. with that 12th pick. And uh, I'm sure we can check those stats to be sure. But that that's a big loss. But any thoughts on Kobe winning an Oscar? Like, just just Kobe Bryant. What comes to your minds when you when you hear Kobe Bryant? So I mean, what did he do? He did a, a film uh, write or something script or? Yeah. So I think it, it's called Dear Basketball. It's a it's an animated short, and I believe he executive produced it. I'm not sure. I, I'm forgive me. I'm not sure what his full involvement was, but he produced it. I think. Mm-hmm. But he's you know he so he started this media company after he retired. And he always said what he wanted to do was get involved in telling stories. And what mm. better story to tell than his own? Mm. Um, so, I mean, if you look at people, if there's ever anyone who's, who's, who was prepared for life after basketball, it was him. Yeah, right. no question. He's no so question. articulate, so bright. You know, he's worldly exposed. And he, he had a plan, and he started working on that plan early. I think he's a great blueprint Major. for athletes. You know? Major. Y'all think he can coach? No. No. That, you know what? <laughs> that was emphatic. That's an, interesting because it's not because he doesn't know the game. But I always wonder if a guy like him, Bird, Magic, or Jordan could right. ever coach anybody because it's kind of hard to look at people who don't have your drive or your talent and try to do anything with them. Right. A good coach has to be able to build a team. And Kobe has had the same syndrome as Mike. I mean, he really mm-hmm. is about me. 
<laughs> it's kind of hard. It's kind of leave it up to me. The great coaches probably weren't great players. You're right. Exactly. I'm guessing right. Popovich wasn't a great player. Steve Kerr was certainly not a great, great player. Great player. You know, no, no, no. You know, Lou? Brad Stevens probably not a great player. Tyrone Lou was not a great player. Right, right. I'm trying to think of who was a great player and also a great coach. Isaiah. Who? Isaiah was not a great coach. Nah. Magic flamed out as a coach. Yeah. yeah. Burn. Burr has Burr, some Burr was a pretty maybe decent Walton, coach. He, he's a Walton, great executive. Walton, yeah. maybe. Who? Bill uh, Walton. Luke, Luke Walton. No, Luke, Luke Walton Luke wasn't a great player, though. Right. Nah, right. you got it. When me. I say great player, you know what Jason, yeah. Jason yeah. Kidd looked like he NBA, had a you shot. you got to be great, but you compare him at that level. Yeah. Well, Jason Kidd, Jason, I don't uh, yeah. He was a great player, though. He was. Tyrone, Tyrone Luke. Even though he wasn't a great player, even though uh, Iverson crossed him up and stepped over, him. stepped over him, he was on the ground. Yeah, pretty much. He still hasn't recovered. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that people still remember that is the that's <laughs> crazy. That pretty amazing. The other night we were watching recently, not the other night, recently, uh, Deontay Wilder retained his title as the heavyweight champion of the world. He's got one of the belts. Um, kid named Anthony Joshua has another one. Mm. And he ended up in a fight that really was pretty competitive, I thought. Uh, I agree. Um, as a matter of fact, I think it was a level of controversy in the fight after the seventh round. He was really hurt pretty bad. It was Ortiz mm-hmm. he was fighting. Mm-hmm. Had him hurt, uh, kind of wobbling. And and um, it was interesting to me that when the bell rung for the eighth round to start, that they stopped it. Had the doctors come up on the apron and then decide to examine uh. him. Which, you know, some people say, well, it was only a couple of seconds. No, he had, they had to stop the clock, let him walk over to the doctors. The doctors Absolutely. put the light in his eyes. You know, all those seconds matter when Absolutely. you're recovering. Absolutely. Right. And uh, Absolutely. I thought that was a little unfair. I was pulling for the underdog. But just y'all's Deontay Wilder thoughts. I know Pastor Pace saw the fight. I don't no, know if you guys saw This was it, a postponed, like a redo fight, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the guy who had a doping problem before, yeah. his opponent was gotcha. was uh, tested positive for a banned substance. To my Ortiz? Yeah, Ortiz yeah, did, he did, yeah. He did. So they rescheduled it. But a lot of people were ducking Ortiz. A lot of people right, didn't want right. to fight him. He had a powerful... Rightly so. Yeah, he has a Rightly left-handed so. guy, got a big uh, background in amateur fighting, um, been successful at that, and a lot of people didn't want to fight him. And but, he's Cuban. Yeah, yeah. I'm not being <laughs> what racial. What does Cuban mean? I'm just not being <laughs> racial <laughs> at all. They, they, I'm just saying their yeah. work ethic is not like over here, man. Really? You fighting for a meal, man. Like, yeah, you for fighting real. for your yeah, yeah. You trying tribe. to get your family. He's trying yeah. to. Get, they told his story. He's trying to get his family over. That's a whole different yeah. motivation. Wow, man. wow. Yeah, he's, you know, his daughter. Had I didn't know what you meant by the Cuban thing. Nah, I, didn't I'm know saying, I was nervous, Doc. Nah, yeah, I'm just saying. No, the guys. That's why we don't put our information on here. Yeah. Can we can we at least agree Larry Page, that when, that, <laughs> Can we agree that when guy when black fighters fight foreign fighters, they understand they in for a real fight. This oh yeah, no, yeah, it's absolutely. just what it is. You got to carry them guys yeah. off the, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah they, they gonna going fight on you. The ambulance. They will stab you. Yeah, that's they die in the ring. <laughs> they die in the ring. They don't. It's they like don't, when Apollo Creed fought uh, the Russian. Yeah. If he <laughs> dies, he dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, real. Yeah. So that was good. Any any thoughts on Wilder? I know you saw. Yeah, yeah. You're telling me about something you saw Wilder said recently. Yeah. Well, first of all, Wilder. We're talking about black excellence. We're gonna yeah. we're gonna put this together. Okay. He is following a model that I give him credit for, and that's that he says ridiculous things to promote. He's he's learning the art of promotion. Mm-hmm. He learned that from Floyd. Okay. The difference between he and Floyd is he says ridiculous stuff and he doesn't have any real credibility. For example, uh, he would knock Mike Tyson out in his prime. 
Um, now I know he yeah, was just talking. Ridiculous. I know he was just talking. Uh, I took it personal. <laughs> I took it personal. I wasn't. I, I understood. I couldn't get past right, it. Right, right. Because he said it with all seriousness that um, people don't do their history. And right. So he was going back, and he basically said, "Who did Mike fight?" And what? when he looks at the up and coming, oh. he says, "Who? Who?" I mean, he had a. It yeah. was a semi-plausible argument. It's a decent argument. Yeah, sure. But what, what I went off of is watching him fight Ortiz. In my opinion, he is not a very skilled fighter. Right. He right. is a slugger. He's a big dude with a great punch. Yeah. And I promise you, Mike would have inviscerated Mike him. Mike would have punished you him. You know, the thing, yeah. too, is Ding. <laughs> Deontay Wilder's uh, signature punch is not even – a slug, it's a it's a right down the pike right hand. Okay. Like mm-hmm. straight down the pike. Yeah. He's coming straight down the pike with it and yeah. he loads up on it when he yeah. throws it. He throws it with a lot of torque and a yeah. lot of a lot of power behind it. But I, I would say to his point, when you look at what Buster Douglas did to a to an unfocused Mike Tyson. Thank you. If he would have caught Mike Tyson, I just think I just think Mike Tyson's offense would have given him problems that, that maybe he wasn't prepared for. But you can't knock his confidence. It's like you said, the man's forty one and zero with like forty knockouts. Mm. There's only one person Mike, that he hadn't put on the floor. Mike's I'm talking defense about. was affected by his drugs, by the by the medication that Mike. Mike was nasty. He was on nasty. both sides of the ball. He was nasty. He got caught when he got a little bit right. older and a little bit lazy, a little bit unfocused. And he started getting beaten regularly. K- K- if y'all saw the fight, who was the better boxer between uh, uh, Ortiz and Wilder? If you watch the fight, Ortiz. Oh, by Ortiz. far, mm, yeah. he should have won that fight. He, he should have won, won that fight. fight. I agree. If they would have went twelve rounds, he would have won. I, I, I had him ahead. ahead. I had He's him ahead, ahead on the scorecard. Yeah, but it, you know, I agree. And, but and your man was wild, throwing haymakers. Just, just <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's his name. Man, wilder. wilder. Yeah, that's his name. Wilder, 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 wilder. Hey, we got some news coming up. We just heard that the on the tour, on the run. Second tour is coming up with Jay Z and Beyonce, oh. the king and the queen yeah. nice. of the industry, nice. about to hit the road. Nice, get that bag. And I don't know, did the tickets go on sale yet, Asha? I don't know, they were just captured it. So they posted it and then they took it down. Okay, that's Asha way in the background saying they posted the teasing us. Right. But all Jay Z and Beyonce, you know, the thing is, brilliant. what's so powerful about it is to me, that either one of them can announce that they're coming out and sell out anything sure. without right? question. by themselves. Without question. No doubt. But now they're going to both just say, we coming out together, which, which is just Kill crazy sellout. People would trample each other to get tickets. And the fact that they're married. Right. It's pretty yeah. interesting. I think that's cool. Maybe. And they, <laughs> they travel as a family. That's the real yeah. cool thing. Like So kids. when they came to D.C., to the Verizon Center, they they brought Blue Ivy with them. Yeah. And my cousin who works for Monumental Sports, he says that they bring in and they transform one of the rooms to look like a literal house. Wow. So at this, at wow. the arena? At the arena. Wow. So they say he says they put things on the walls. They'll put they'll bring furniture in. They'll have like pictures set up. I mean, wow. they almost Crazy. make it look like they're in a real room somewhere. Wow. That's wow. deep. And, That's I mean, just to give I, I mean, because you know, you, you figured little girl's on tour, so she needs some type of sense of normalcy. Right. Yeah. And you know And normalcy. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty Ding. good right there, Doc. That's pretty good. Right there. That's pretty good. Right there, Doc. <laughs> he ain't gonna say hey, it again. Hey, Doc. Leave it alone. Hey, Doc. 
You uh, say, you speak, say your words, man. Hey, let, let, hey let don't me, you me, real. Let, you know uh, what you some, meant. Somebody had to make them up, right? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> hey, that's what I'm talking about, black excellence. <laughs> look, look, we, we, we were creators. He was, he, he was yeah, committed man, to that autopsy. Think something. somebody else's word is more <laughs> right than our word. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's deep to, fit, to know that they go to that extreme and that they have a team that can put that stuff together. Oh, my gosh. Know? I mean, there's several trailers that travel around. When they do you know domestic stuff, several trailers that travel around the country with their whole setup. I mean, everything from... That's black excellence. Oh, my gosh, man. Yeah, think about wow. how many people that employs. Like, oh think of how many sure. jobs are How created. many nannies they got. Right. You got you got nannies, but think about, like, the truck drivers and yeah, the, the, yeah. The, the, the entire the sound crew set the stage and how many people and have stuff. the rap yeah. chords yeah. and yeah. the Like Bradley Bill says, you know, Bradley Bill says, everybody eats. Everybody eats, man. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. I, wanna, I love it. I want to celebrate Jay-Z's excellence as a man. I, I'm listening to him, yeah. his maturation, how oh, he yeah. worked through the marriage challenge. Yeah. Uh, man, I also think he got robbed on the uh, Grammy Awards. Come on now, man. Yeah. You know better than I that. I think he got robbed. <laughs> got James bought the cuss. You know nah, better than I that. That's got like heresy right there. Bru- Bruno got, Bruno he was Mark. nominated for several categories. Come on now. My yeah, thing is, he should have won. He ain't gonna win no argument. But they gave him a lifetime. Bruno, with, with Bruno is on the top of the world but right now. they gave now. him a lifetime achievement award. I think. I oh, think they did they, give him that? So they recognized him. consolation. Yeah. And I Who's think the voter? Who votes? I don't know. I mean, who knows? I mean, when you're. I don't think anybody really knows. When you're the highest paid music artist out of all genres, why do you need another award? I mean, he's $900 million yeah. into the game. I, I, mean, I yeah. felt like his his 444 album was a, was Black Panther in mm. terms of it was. The, the scope and the impact. It right. was really uh, speaking to a culture that's overlooked and wow. giving us an education on money, mm-hmm. our history. I thought the content should be in a class by itself. It wow. was and think about it. Album. And when you think about who says it, the weight of of him saying these things right. as somebody that we've watched for the last yeah. twenty, let's see, when did four 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 come out in two thousand seventeen? So somebody for the last twenty one years right. has dominated hip hop. You know, think about when Reasonable Doubt came out in ninety six. What that doubt, impact? Doc. What that impact made in the culture? And somebody who you know kind of came out as the drug dealer and Alexis and the whole right, deal, right? Right. right and right. seeing his maturation, becoming a husband, becoming a father, yeah, becoming responsible, and then coming back to tell everybody else, like, look, these are the things that 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 I told y'all were, were cool before, but yeah. I've lived long enough to know, yeah, that there's something out there that's more valuable. And here are these other things, these jewels that I'm dropping. And since you listen to me anyway, let me teach y'all Murder. something. Murder. It was great, man. Murder. I thought it was. I thought it was. So He's impactful. an excellent businessman. I mean, oh my god, yeah. hands down. Yeah. I mean, yeah. you know. And he definitely has more than one income stream. Oh, <laughs> definitely you know, got streams. That's real. Right. That's you know, real. He clothes. He's That's dealing real. with. He's agent. You know, yep. with with athletes. So he's yeah. He's, he's, he's diverse. He's, he's the bag is secure. Oh, the bag is secure. And hers is as well. I'm sure. And oh she my has gracious. Like, they like part owners on of some team. Uh, Brooklyn. So he had to give up his. He yeah. had to give up his percentage once he launched launched his agency. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He probably ain't mad. No, I'm pretty well, sure. You know, I'm pretty sure he's okay. Profit margin yeah. is probably pretty. I wonder good. what what it's like though. You know, we're all married, and we know the challenges of being married and being dads, and and or just being trying to be family guys or doing our job. Right. How do you do that when you're so famous that you can't just go to a church mm. and listen to a yeah. message without it turning into a, a madhouse just because you're in the building or what yeah. do you where do, where where 
where do where do the legends go for mentoring? You know, ZionChurchOnline.com. Each and every Sunday, eight a.m., uh-huh. nine forty-five. Uh-huh. 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 That's pretty good, Doc. That's, that's, <laughs> nice that's, little that's plug. Nice plug. Nice plug. You hope that they would have outlets where they can go like that, but even then, they can't. They can't even show the appreciation without somebody trying to circle back and say, well, can you help us out financially? Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, those are the kinds of things it, that, yeah. that, it's tough. that success, it might not even be a good success makes you so guarded, man. Yeah. Right. You yeah, know, definitely. it's not just the security that you physically see around them. It's the stuff that they have to surround themselves with to protect themselves from people who, who are just so overwhelmed by their celebrity that they can't right, value their right. humanity, yeah. which I think is, can yeah. be hurtful. Because at the end of the day, these are people. They're right, just human right. beings, and they yeah. hurt, and they suffer. And she has sure. a menstrual cycle, and he gets headaches, and he right. has yeah. back. You don't have arthritis and all that <laughs> stuff. I mean, this mm-hmm. you can't. It, it is what Bill Cosby's blind. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. You know, money, uh, money can't change the progression of life and pain that we experience. Wow. So, you know the saying, great, great Father Time is undefeated. Yeah. Undefeated, mm-hmm. yeah, for great sure. Perspective, for sure. Man. So so I have a question for you. I want to take a just a, a, a brief a brief thought. If when you think about black excellence, right? If there was somebody, I'm gonna name two people, maybe a man, maybe a woman, maybe whatever, if you could sit down for an hour and pick the brain of two people, mm. just two people, and you can get each of them for an hour. Who would those two people be, and why? Mm. And mine are just so easy. I'll just say my two. I would sit down with Bishop Thomas Dexter Jakes mm. for an hour, and I'd sit down with Oprah Winfrey for an hour. Bishop, if you're listening, please. <laughs> uh, I'll pay we for might, the hour. We might man. be able to make that one happen. Yeah, please do. Be, holler at our mini bishop. <laughs> it's like, you know, who else? Who has made? Uh, Stephen Furtick interviewed him and called him slasher. Like you're a producer, you're a writer, you're a father, you're a husband, you're an executive, you're a business owner, you're an entrepreneur, you're a pastor, you're a communicator, you're a filmmaker. I mean, he's made it possible to be so many things mm. and to be successful with so many things that he's taken the limits off of what, like for us to do this podcast and we not just, we don't have the book of Romans open. Right. And Larry read verse one and gave his opinion and you read, right. like we're right. more than just guys who talk about the Bible. We, mm. We're fathers. We like sports. We like entertainment. We like restaurants. You mm. know what I'm saying? Like. Like, he has made it okay, in my opinion, right. to not only be multifaceted, right. but to be successful in multiple pl- multiple places. So I love to pick his business brain. Mm-hmm. And to me, Oprah Winfrey, her mind and her experience and her journey, I would just love to interview her and, and, mm. and understand her thinking, her thought process, her decision-making, her world as well. And have her just uh, endorse my book or something like that. <laughs> nice plug, Doc. Ding. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Two people. Two people. Nice. Black excellence. Now nice. we got. We talking about black excellence. Black excellence. Right. Right. So right. I know. So I, I know. I know. James is tempted to say <laughs> Charles Stanley and, say Bruno and Bruno Mars. Mars. <laughs> 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 gotta get a little darker hey, than listen, Bruno. Listen. Listen. What happened to Black and Brown? You know. <laughs> <laughs> so, is there who comes to mind? Wow. Let's. And I'll even go back. Wow. I know that's, I didn't say it for myself, dead or alive. Like, okay, wow, know, dead or alive. Back, that's a whole nother level. That, that helps. That helps. Okay. That changes yeah. mine. It helps. Yeah. That definitely yeah. changes mine. 
Well, I don't know if I would change mine. I mean, Dr. King would be somebody I'd like to talk to. But mm-hmm. anyway, who's ready? Mm-hmm. Don't look at me. So I'll, I'll go. Uh, so Did dead you? or alive. Dead or yeah. alive. If I was to go with someone living that I would love to sit down and just talk to, I would say it would be Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. I think that man really has something to say about good work ethic. You yeah, know, yeah, I no would doubt. just really love to understand, oh, you know, yeah. what his what his his routine is, what his regimen is like. What does he do when he get up in the morning? Like, you know, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, I, 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 I would love to just, you know, hear. Mm-hmm. I mean, he, he's another person to me that just really focused in on his sweet spot. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't see Denzel like dibbing and dabbing and a whole lot of other stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He just like focuses on his thing, like mm-hmm. unapologetically. He he acts. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. You don't see him like you know coming up with clothing lines and tennis right. shoe brands, and he just focuses on. I'm not saying that's that's bad. No right. no doubt, but I just like the you know the fact that he's you know got some focus. Great, yeah, and he's film and theater. The- oh yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Oh no doubt. You don't see him no with sitcoms. <laughs> no. Nope. Right. He's gonna do right. major movies, but you that might see him lot. on Broadway for six months. Oh sure, and yeah. like how do how do you not get distracted? You yeah. know, I mean, how do you not major in the minors, so to speak? Yeah. You know what I mean? Wow. Yeah. wow. So I I, I I like to talk to him, and then if I was to bring by the way, um, before you say your second uh-huh. question, y'all know what's gonna come up with Denzel? What's that? What? Denzel's on the speaker list for the Bill Hybels Leadership Summit. Nice. Whoa. Are you kidding? Nice. He's on the faculty this year. Nice. Oh, really? There. It's, it's the dark, Looks like it's I'll the be bl- flying to Chicago. Darkest, <laughs> it's the darkest faculty I've ever seen. I gotta wow. go. Hey, can I'm, we I'm take a field trip? <laughs> I think I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm, a, I'm sorry, man. He's you on the, the faculty. I didn't realize that. Yep. Yep. That's huge, man. Yeah, yeah, that's yep. major. He ha- I, he really has something to say. I, I, I really do. Oh, I mean, no doubt. You know, no doubt. No doubt. Well, Bill must know it, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I I think I'm. A, I'll be in. Uh, what's it called? Barrington, Illinois. South Barrington, Illinois. Yeah, here he is. He's right. Bill's number one, and look at number two. Let me see that. Wow. Major. I'm, I'm going. He's down. brilliant too. By the way, I, I want to be in a room. Yeah, he's in bril- yeah. brilliant. I, I he like got a great great line. I like that. So my and your man, Erwin McManus, is going to be there. Erwin is going to be there. Yeah. Man, he is. He is a. Uh, but you you said I can't talk to. Yeah. So you gotta go on black people. A.R. <laughs> Bernard. He's nice. A lady named yeah. Doctor Legoet. Oh yeah. It's, he's got. You know, it used to be. Uh, I don't know who the founder and chairman of Econet is. Is another man of color. Used to be maybe one African yeah. American, mm-hmm. maybe two. Now they, it's it's about half and half. Oh. So I'm I'm excited about. I got that a, I got to meet a couple of guys that work at Willow Creek when I was in uh, Anaheim a few mm-hmm. weeks back, but. All right, so my dead person. <laughs> it doesn't have to be a dead yeah, He's yeah. going to kill somebody yeah, else. No, no, no. no somebody's my dying d- soon. Dying soon. <laughs> <laughs> my dead person will, will, will probably be, um, what's the guy's name? I can't, uh, the uh, the movie they just did, Freedom. Uh, uh, oh, my gosh, why am I blanking out? He he was the preacher, the slave went preacher. We did this did a whole Nat Turner. Nat Turner. Okay. Mm. Hey, abolitionist. Yeah. You went back. Throw Moses out there. I would. <laughs> 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 
that dude went way back. That's powerful, though, man. Yeah. Did y'all see the Did y'all see the movie that yeah, was done? That about? was it was strong. I did strong. Which movie? Nat Turner. I don't agree, but which movie? You didn't think the movie was good? No. Which wow. movie are we talking about? Birth of a Nation. Let us down easy. Tell I us what you really that. think. Yeah, Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. I said Nat Turner. I would like to speak to that man. You know. Oh, that was major. And why? Why Nat Turner? Like, you know. What 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 was it that gave you so much courage? Yeah, mm-hmm. right. And you know, like I, I mean, I I admire people who have that level of courage. I mean, any of us can do something. We ain't got a gun pointing to our mm-hmm. head, or mm-hmm. you know, we don't risk death. But to not have courage just to kind of run and get other people out and hide, and not, not, not that that's bad, mm-hmm. but to say we're going to start a revolution and change this situation in spite of all the oppression yeah. and things like that. I mean, that encourages me, man. Like, I mean, I want to talk to somebody who's willing to risk their own life in order to make a change. Mm. That's good. You know, so. Apparently slavery was that bad. People would rather die. What's that? Sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. On, 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 on Black Panther. Black Panther quote. What is he the said, quote? I'll bury me in the ocean with my ancestors who knew that death was better than uh, captivity bondage. or bondage. Yeah. 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 Wrote, you wrote the notes. You yeah. Wrote you know, me and uh, Michael did. B. Uh, did a little. <laughs> 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 Who's ready? Doc, I'm going to let you go. I'm dead on this, but go ahead. All right, Jason. I'll go. Uh, two people, dead or alive. If you open it up to dead people, that does change mine a little bit, and I'll explain why. Um, so my first person is still alive. Um, I'll say President Barack Obama. Yeah, and and here's and not for the cliche reasons that a lot of other people may may want. I don't, you know, his politics are what they are. You know, I, I think he was in a really difficult position being the first black president. Um, that that came with its own inherent limitations, but you know, just how he operated in that space with so much grace and so much composure. I want to talk to him about how he kept his cool with with the the, the darkest, worst secrets of the uh, of the world are on his desk, and he's making decisions every single day that result in like, you know, somebody's going to die as a result of my decision. You know, how do you make? proper decisions how do you weigh you know those things um how did he keep his marriage healthy and keep a semi-normal mm, relationship a with right his there. children how did they how do they keep the romance how do him and michelle keep the romance going and not not in the cute stuff we see them doing public but in private when when it's hey barack you've been gone for you know five days and just as your wife you know she misses you how right. do you manage that mm. when your kids, you know, are, are struggling and they've got relationship questions or something's going on in their world? How do you manage that stuff and just, be, you know, with, with someone because all of us manage a lot of different things. We all weigh a lot of different things. But someone with that level of weight, you know, how did he right. how did he just handle that? I'd, I'd love to pick his brain about that. Um, and also the audacity of saying, I think I can be president mm. like there's got to be a certain level of one insanity, two bravery and narcissism that 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 just exists for you to say, I think I can be the president of, of the United States. Mm. And I, I'd love to just pick his brain about that. Um, the second person is no longer with us. Um, it's my grandfather. Wow. Um, his name is hmm. his name is John Rollins. Well, that's where my middle name comes. from. I will from. never I make fun of Rollins again. That's right. So um, that and, and the reason is because I never met him. He mm-hmm. passed maybe 20 years before I was born. Um, so I've never I've never met him, never been around him. But my grandmother always told me that I look like him 
I, mm. I can show you pictures. There's resemblance. I mm. walk like him. I've got the same kind of cadence in my voice and that kind of thing. Wow. And and just the time he grew up in, some of the things that he did, I can show you guys some fun pictures of him and his boys like in the back room at the spot that my grandparents owned in New York and all that. But just getting a better picture of who I am and where I come from, um, just trying to fill in that part of my history. You know, I think maybe Black Panther kind of re reawoke, you know, that part in all of us that we want to know more about our culture and where do we come from and right. what, what's our makeup. And he's kind of a missing piece for me because I never got a chance to have that conversation. So I'd love to talk to him and just kind of learn more about myself. So those you are know, if you if you lay down in your garden in your yard and we cover you up with some dirt and you close your eyes, you might go back. And see him, like dude, you did control, man. dude. Nah, dude, man. dude you still watching the movie? Nah, we're gonna man. get to we're gonna get to Black Panther, and I'm glad Jason brought up a family member because I thought that would be somebody. Somebody would say they would want to talk to a descendant, or an ancestor, I should say. Larry Page, you got? You I got, got two, one, one and a half. One, one and a half. Um, one living Cornell West, um, as a communicator and thinker, mm -hmm. man. I would love to to know how he. Um, prepares what he reads, um, what's influenced his. He's authentic. Mm -hmm. um, you ever heard of? I think it was Michael Dyson. Yeah, both are great um, thinkers and communicators. But I like Cornell from the standpoint that he's he's authentic. His, he he's able to to intertwine that in his faith, his mm -hmm. his care for our culture, our faith, mm -hmm. um, politics. He's well rounded. I would just love to sit down. And um, and learn from him, man. He's like a walking uh, dictionary. You yeah, know? He saved a lot of money in his life. You can tell. He has <laughs> not spent a dime at the barber shop. <laughs> oh, oh, oh bad haircuts again. Forever. But this, but but would, if I don't know if you've ever heard him, this his ability to kind of see our times and speak to it with passion and 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 intelligence, man, is just profound. I mean, after mm -hmm. you know, somebody like a king, mm -hmm. I mean, he's kind of a. I'm not comparing him to King, but he has that kind of aura with him. So, mm -hmm. um, and this one I just threw in here because I like his music, Marvin Gaye. Mm. I think he's a, Marvin. Marvin. He is. Um, <laughs> <laughs> this, in my opinion, man, his his musical ability was off the hook. But he his he's a part genius. That's what I call him. Um, I would love to be able to sit down and get his story. Uh, I see clips of it. Um, but what's what contributed to his greatness in music? Um, you know, what was behind some of the songs he wrote? Uh, I would love to have a moment uh, to talk with a great mind. Love musically, it. musically. Yeah. Sonically. Sonically. I love it. I I'm love interested it. I would like to talk to his dad, too. His dad was, yeah. Who, who, who Marvin Gaye. His father, his father killed, him. killed him. What? Yeah, yeah that story is um, crazy sad. It's crazy sad. I never knew that. Yeah, his father shot absolutely, him. Wow. absolutely. But uh, anyway, yeah, he was yeah, the man. Yeah, he was the, he was the man. Some of the most gifted people we've ever had have had deeply, deeply personal problems that they had to overcome, and a lot of people are successful and popular, or successful in spite of, or you ah, know, their own challenges and pain, and mm -hmm. you know agony that they live with you don't get to have this your 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 private world may look nothing like your public platform like wow where people adore you and you're so gifted and so smooth and so on point and and then you go 
you know, maybe go back to a world of pain and drugs and chaos and mental health illness or whatever it may be dealing with. It's a lot of that that goes unaddressed in, you know, but would you say be, would you say that at some of the excellence is because of maybe that maybe that is because yeah. that's when I when I say I want to hear about Mar- Marvin Gaye I think a lot of his pain was filtered through his music man sure sure <laughs> Dude. certainly gives you a level of profundity and takes you out of the shallow you know surface yeah. level of communicating to people when you got some real pain you're dealing with like, yeah. and I think that people can relate to that yeah. more. You know, yeah. I think it comes in. I think it comes in with the drive that a person has to succeed as well. Sure, because mm-hmm. a lot of us are either running from something or trying to prove something. Yeah, and that's part of what wake. You wow. know, what makes us that's go good. so hard about you know, for what we that's, want. And when you look really at some good. really great successful people, yeah. they overcame overcame great odds, or they've got some level, just like you said, PB, serious pain in their background. And that I think it also just says, you know what, I come hell or high water, I got to win. Yeah. Yeah, that's real. And it gives you, you know, it, it helps me to help other people. Like, I can relate to that. Like, I, you know, I know what it's like to be in your shoes and yeah. here's how you get out, et cetera. Let's, let's move into the well, film did, did industry. You, did you give your two? Yeah, he was yeah, first. He was first. first. Oh, you swear. Uh, yeah. Man, we charged yeah. it. That's what happens when you Welcome get old. Back. Welcome back. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> let's move into the film industry. Um, Jordan Peele. Yeah. Mm. Get out. Oscar winner. Um, what we hope will be a multiple Oscar winner winning film next year when the Oscars come back around will be Black Panther. That's the topic everybody's talking about. We were wanting to get to. Talk to me guys about the movie industry. What are your thoughts on Jordan Peele's success? What are your thoughts on Black Panther movie? Let me hear you all. You guys, what do you think about these great black excellence displays in the world of entertainment and theater. Hmm. Can, can I can I can I backdoor my way into this? Absolutely. I, I backdoor like Nas. I want to backslide into it. Like Nas and his bullet. Uh, so Laura Ingram made a statement about LeBron James. She says to him, um, shut up and dribbles. Laura mm-hmm. Ingram is a, a commentator, conservative. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And Kobe, when he received his Oscar, mm-hmm. referenced the statement, yeah. and he says, um, "Well, I don't know if it's possible." He says, As "Basketball players, uh, we're really just supposed to shut up and dribble, uh, but I'm glad we did a little bit more than that." Mm-hmm. Um, so here's my thought about uh, Jordan Peele and Kobe, and we're finally being recognized for our thinking and for our ability to do more than just be an artist. Mm-hmm. Uh, or I, an athlete. Or an athlete. Right. Mm-hmm. I think, um, no offense, thank God for Tyler Perry mm-hmm. and a lot of the groundbreaking work he's done, but that's been the bar mm-hmm. for excellence. So when you look at a uh, Black Panther and you look at Get Out and you look at how it was put together, mm-hmm. finally African Americans are being acknowledged as we can be a quarterback. We can be a director. Mm-hmm. We can be on, we're we're not just the people on the screen, right? But we have the the capacity put it all to put the best stuff out yep. there if you give us an opportunity. So that's mm-hmm. what made me really proud about that moment for him. Wow! I wow. think what's really cool about it is is finally it's an original story, right? Yeah. 
you know, we see so many things that Who said? Are, get, get Out. Get, get Out, out. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah. So, so Get Out, it, you know, and that's actually what he, you know, won the Oscar for, Best Original Screenplay, which, which, as I said earlier, I think is the correct Oscar for him to win. Okay. I don't know if it was the best movie of the year. I'm right. Like, you know, I'm not going to jump off that ledge. But in terms of an original idea, being able to depict racism and the microaggressions that black people deal with on a daily basis. Listen, time, out, listen, time out, time out, time out, time out. Here you go. Here you go again. Here you go, Rollins. Rollins, come out. Listen, Dog, you about to make me hey, get a black glove. That's why we can oh, only yeah. bring him in here once a month. <laughs> 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 that dude said the microaggressions. That is <laughs> yeah. something in my yeah. spirit, man. Yeah. How come y'all don't say he be making up words? <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, we can find not, his in a, in, a, in a thesaurus or a dictionary. You can find mine in a thesaurus so, and dictionary so, too. So, it's just so, a black the dictionary. urban dictionary. <laughs> so, so what? So how about I replace it and just say the little things that 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 other Man, races? This dude read. speaking in tongues and translating. He got yeah, both gifts. I'm gonna go read more books. <laughs> That's what I asked for. Jason, man. That's what I asked for, man. But but in all seriousness, you know, the the way that it depicts the things that black people go through, right? All of us have experienced, you know, I think as black men being in a closed space or being somewhere with someone of another race and they clutch their bag. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or, or being or, or, or feeling like someone's watching you. You know, I know for me, I've been in a lot of environments where I was the only black person in the room mm-hmm. yeah. and feeling like I have to, you know, like the scene where where. Hey, how do black people feel about this? Mm-hmm. You know how many times that's actually happened to me? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> so I, I think right. it was cool to finally see that depicted and for, for the whole world to kind of get an idea from an artistic sense. Here's what yeah. like here they're they're not making this up. Like this stuff actually happens and being able to do that in that kind of original and creative way and make it scary in a way. Where it's not blood and guts. Don't and say that, that or Marshall's not going to watch I it. I already told you that it looks scary to me. I didn't. It's, I haven't seen it yet. I haven't it's seen not, it either. It's not so. Uh-huh. It, Spoiler alert. Yeah. And so the, sorry. I mean, when I seen the previews, it looked like a horror film. No, film it wasn't. And, and, it and is I'm not a horror sense. film guy. You but know? It, it so it's some, a horror film in a sense. But it's not. It's not boo. You know, right, someone right, jumps right, out at you. Right, I mean, they're right. not not the it's smaller. a thriller. It's right, a thriller. it's more of a thriller. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, mm-hmm. I also like the idea. Uh, you remember he discovered he was being purchased. Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, he got into a relationship with a white female. Mm-hmm. He was being bought, purchased. Was this being, roots? Who bought him to <laughs> bought him? Since y'all ain't watching anyway, bought him to a party, mm-hmm. and he did not realize that everybody there was there to bid on him. Wow. He was the product. Right. So wow. that whole idea of uh, we don't necessarily accept you, but we would like to buy your gifts. Woo! Mm. Yeah. So a blind man wanted his eyes because he was right. a great photographer. Right. So they purchased wow. black men. <laughs> they would purchase mm. black men for their, for their billy, for their parts. Wow. And they would take them behind closed doors, do surgery, take the parts, and give it to the white purchaser that's deep yeah that's, <laughs> let me tell you i hope i didn't deep. ruin anybody's experience nah, i might want to go see it now i still think it's worth seeing i'm gonna have to see it on the daytime like with all the lights on the windows open it's nah. <laughs> no it's not it really it's more of a ah then i'm scared of something it it's, just kind of shocks you see i'd be up all night long and i'd be going to my daughter's room <laughs> no but he dealt again same as black panther who was able to take right now issues put it in a film and also deal with our history. Go ahead, talk about that. Let's talk about Black Panther. Mm -hmm. You said said he was able to take- What I I loved is Black Panther was able to deal with both the future and the past Mm -hmm. and make it relevant. Um, How so? 
give you an example. Um, they were able to uh, use a fictional country that had resources and technology that could address some of the social ills uh, in, in Oakland. Reality of it is Africa is a real country that has a lot of resources mm -hmm. that has been um, stolen. That was mm -hmm. also part of the movie. Mm -hmm. And those lack of resources has created a really tragic environment for communities right now. So, and, and, and even dealing with uh, the fact that we actually have a rich culture that doesn't need help. Right. right. Like, <laughs> we're not savages. It's not Tarzan. Like right. it's a really beautiful place, this home called Africa. But, mm -hmm. So well, uh, you know, one yeah. of the things I think is really crucial to the movie too. It presents this element that when Black people do have something, at times, sometimes we're a little reluctant to share it with other people. That's good. And mm -hmm. there's this kind of theme in the movie where people are like, if we share this, if we give out this information. What's yeah. going to happen with it? Yeah. And I mean, you really see that in communities today where you yeah. got people who, who have been black, who have been really successful and they just see giving back as, you know, giving money or donating, you know, something like that, as opposed to sitting down and doing similar to what Oprah is doing now. Like, let me train you and teach you and download on you all that I've learned, all that I know. Let me show you. And you don't, I mean, it's it maybe changing a little bit now in culture, but for a long time, man, I mean, when a black person got ahead, they didn't come back and say, look, let me take you with me. Let me teach you what I know and you're, all those things. You're about to make me shed a tear. <laughs> no, I'm serious because it's true. think about what we've built. Right. You know, think about, you know, pyramids. Think about America and the, all many of the buildings you see. Uh, oftentimes people don't say that, well, we're, oh, we trust your, your intelligence. You know, uh, we always go to another culture when we're looking for excellence sure. and thought. Yeah, mm -hmm. not us, but but historically, <laughs> we have done some great things with our minds right. that we've not been given credit for. Somebody takes it, monetizes it, and passes it on mm -hmm. to another culture. Why they say, "Oh, look at the poor black man, that ignorant, can't study, mm. poor academics." Yeah. It's our narrative, but mm. it's not actually true yeah. historically. We, 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 we covered this in our staff meeting, talked to our church staff and asked some opinions about the meeting, about the movie, The Black Panther. And I was, I felt the same way that many of the women on our staff felt when I left the movie. My wife asked my thoughts about it. And I was really impressed at how empowered the black woman was in the movie. I thought it was very impressive how they, they put black women in a light in, they, in which, you know, typically in a movie you see the black woman or a woman, period, being the person that's holding us up. We mm -hmm. can't escape from de danger because she keeps falling, and mm -hmm. then we getting beat up. But these sisters could rumble. Oh, oh my gosh! You know, they had they they could fight. And then how that sister stood up to her own husband. Oh my said, gosh! No, you ain't doing this. You know, like, and they were beautiful. Yeah, yeah, it didn't hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was some bad women in Thank that movie, you. and that's <laughs> another narrative that I thought was powerful to change because for 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 once, right, go that the fine woman didn't have to have okay. Halle Berry's there complexion. You go. Come on, man. She didn't have to have J Lo's complexion. You about to get some right. or long haired complexion? Yep. Yeah, that the chocolate sister, the chocolate sister, finally beautiful, beautiful, the power one, right? The other. Yeah. The other thing I thought was cool was was 
that narrative of the women as as the kind of the the military protector it really was a parallel of what the woman the women in our lives i think have actually been wow our sure. women protect us wow set no it way. up man no set no it question. up no set question. it up think about think, think about what the black woman they has got done. us they got our back and all that exactly. no doubt about it exactly. and look at how and, and look at how I, I think it was deny who was the one who was the leader of the military you know, she, she was so fierce in her loyalty to the throne, but she was also fierce in her willingness to protect what she believed in mm -hmm. and, and the men that, that she supported and the men right. that she served with. She wasn't going to let any harm or any any danger come to them. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. So if anything came up, it was like, look, I'm, I'm let's go. Where's my spear? I got yeah. it. Right. Yeah. Let me shake this this funny wig off and, and rock out with my bald head. Right. Right. Yeah. And I think that that's a great kind of picture artistically of what women have done in our society for ages and ages. They protected Doc. us. They watch our backs. They keep us out of trouble. Keep mm. us out of things that don't, you know, that that may not necessarily be great for us. And they stand up for us all the time, and they've done it for ages. And I think it was great for them to kind of get that credit Duh. and get their props in that way. <laughs> nice. And on top of that, the black women were beautiful. <laughs> there you go. It is good, it is good. Can we repeat uh, that one more yeah, time? One more time. Favorite moment in the movie or favorite line? Favorite Duh. moment. Favorite line. Oh. I'll go first. Um, I just remember the man saying. Stand up, yeah. you're a king. Mm -hmm. Stand up, you're a king. And I just feel like, man, that's what we need to tell our men. You know, you don't have to cower. You don't have to hide. You don't have to mope your head down. Stand up, you're a king. Stand up. Love you're it. You're a king. Favorite moment, favorite message, favorite scene, line. What, what do you remember? It's like, if I could capture it, if you were... You know, if 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 Paramount Pictures or whoever, whoever I don't know, who put, they say you can take fifteen seconds and use that as the clip to promote the promote the movie. What would you say was was the thing mm. you would use that would get you go back again and again to see it? That's when you know a movie's so good when y'all like trying to scan the I mean, movie. It's so in your many mind. parts, yeah. man. You know, it's lot. just like you know. I, I guess the part in the movie that really I really enjoyed um the you know Black Panther and his sister's relationship I love yeah. that too yeah. I just I yeah, just thought I, I mean man that, that was, was just classic and so I like the part in the movie when he goes after he's the king now um he goes into her lab and mm -hmm. when she first walks in I mean he first walks in she gives him the respect you know, your highness. He's like, come stop it. And they dap each other up, yeah, you know what I mean? Right. And then after that, you just see this, like, silly banter between them, yeah. this brother-sister. Okay. What would you see, silly what? Oh, here we go. Talk to here me, dog. Right. He will not be out done. Jason did it. He will not be out done. Jason did it. He said that banter. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Wakanda forever. Oh, Wakanda forever. <laughs> uh, but so I, I just like their their chemistry, man. I, I just, I, I really enjoyed it. And, you know, my favorite part, I mean, it's corny, but I thought it was funny when she, when he's standing there, he, she goes, what are those? And she's talking <laughs> Dude, about his that shoes. Was so that was funny. It was that hilarious. Was I mean, he had the Jesus sandals on. He yeah, said, you got gonna, open toes gonna, in my lap? We're going to call them are, sneakers. Are, <laughs> are y'all overlooking something extraordinary in this movie? That's what I want to know. Do you know it was extraordinary? That there was, to my knowledge, no explicit sexual stuff and no, it wasn't a ton, it wasn't no profanity that I can really, exp 
It well, wasn't a ton of it. It wasn't, it it had wasn't some cussing in it. But it wasn't a lot. Yeah, it wasn't a whole lot. So what what I'm saying is to make a movie this good and 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 still make it something that the family can yeah. go out and appreciate Absolutely. was huge on his part. My favorite line though, and LaShawn said this earlier from our staff meeting, a man who has not prepared his children for his death has failed as a father. That was that joint resonated. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, yeah, that was tough. That, that was, was deep. Related, man. That was deep. Jason Jones. So so I'll go I'll go left. Um, there's way too many things that I loved about the movie. You guys, you know, we shared in the staff meeting earlier. I love the kind of the dynamic that that Killmonger or Eric. Oh yeah. Brought to the movie. Yeah. That here's this young man, who who you know works his whole life, you know achieves all this stuff. He was a great soldier. He got great education and did all that. And he was doing all that to reclaim kind of his history. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Because he was basically disenfranchised. I thought that was a cool, cool picture. But but if I had to say my favorite thing is about about the movie, my favorite thing about the movie is how we feel now. Like, yeah, like, yeah. listen, listen to how 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 much fun it is for mm. us to talk about. It's true. It. It's true. Let, you know, the sense of pride and the sense of ownership mm-hmm. that 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 we've had and and. And, you know, you, you'll have some people who say, well, why did it take this movie to make us feel pride as black people? Well, why? I mean, I think you need a reminder every once in a while mm-hmm. because we live mm-hmm. in a society that doesn't value Do our we? blackness on this level. Do it's we? like it's how we felt in 2008. Right. When, and, and we feel, right. when Barack Obama yeah. right, Absolutely. was made, was when he was sworn in. Even that night when he won in Chicago and it was cold, we stayed up all night. Yes, sir. Nobody went to sleep. Yes, yeah. sir. So we know he won. We knew he won. Absolutely. It's that again. It was medicine, man. And with the man. new president mm-hmm. and the way the world has turned, <laughs> exactly. this was the injection. You stayed up all of, night, too. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we're In back. Fear. Watching yeah. the kids. We're back. And, and, and we're and, black. And it's kind of like a That's reminder, a point. you know, coming and especially coming on the heels of a movie like Get Out that yeah. points out kind of the struggle. Mm-hmm. But then you get a Black Panther that kind of highlights the beauty, the hero, and 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 kind of uplifts us in a way, and brought and, us together. And brought Absolutely. us together. I went to the theater, man. I saw I saw a grandmother, like a daughter and a grandchild, and they all had on African garb, yeah. and and people people dressed up and did no the doubt. whole thing. Like, listen, if we're gonna be united around something, I I, I don't care what it is. Yeah. If something's gonna give us this kind of pride, this kind of unity, this kind of ownership then I'm all for it. I'm not going to split hairs about how right. it happened. Right. Now, what do we do coming out of it so that we continue to perpetuate it and right. actually there walk it out? That's another question. That's another question. question. But but no question. for the moment, us feeling like this, I'm all for it, yeah, man. It's man. great. Dope. Major. Love it, love it. Great commentary, guy. Last, last topic, black excellence. This is the barbershop conversation. This is the... Everywhere you go, it comes down to this. At this point in the world, is the best ever on the basketball court, number 23 or number 23? <laughs> <laughs> is it the man from Akron or is it the man from North Carolina? Is it Michael Jeffrey Jordan or is it LeBron James? That's, easy. That's an easy question for me. And why? So I'll 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 jump in the deep end first. Every time we, we talk about basketball, somebody gotta talk about Rocky Marsano. Rocky Marsano. Rocky Marsano. Rocky Marsano. He beat Joe Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> I know him. 
Man, let me, you let me don't know no. Let me add attention to the <laughs> argument, right? Because most people, old school people, would say it ain't even a conversation, right? It ain't. I'm going to add, oh, so let me add attention to Zach. the argument. It ain't. Wow. Right. So we know Jordan won six championships, right? Well, six and zero oh in the finals. But there's when's the last finals LeBron wasn't in? Wow. He's been in the league fifteen years. He's wow. always there. Wow. Sure. The other thing is, good. What other player has ever been able to play five positions? Mm. Four of them pretty regularly. Magic. There's not a night that goes by mm-hmm. that he's not at the four, the three, the one, and maybe even the two. Plays them all and could be first team All NBA at all four positions. Mm. If he if he played point guard, right? First team All NBA point guard. If yep. he played the three, he is the first team All NBA. Four, he yeah. might be the first team NBA for fifteen. He's fifteen wow. seasons. Wow. Two wow. two guard maybe on his jumpers, but carried a whole city on his back. Yeah, sure. Playing yeah. in his hometown. I'ma give you I'ma give you the one reason. Eighteen years old. That, that that's I'm gonna give to you me. The, I'm gonna give you the one reason why th- there is no comparison. Okay. Because this league now is not a defensive league. This league is not the same type of league when Jordan played. Jordan's Jordan's error was a heavy defensive lead. I mean, you had people like Joe Dumars, mm-hmm. Charles Barkley. I mean, mm-hmm. you had people like that in the league. Now, who do we got that's outstanding in defense? I mean, it, it, now it's an offensive game now. But so, you can play zone now. I mean, well, yeah, you can play zone, but I mean, still, I mean, you can help out. You, you can help out. I mean, I, I mean, that's all part of the game, but I'm saying, if you're talking one-to-one, man-to-man. So, offensively, you would definitely give Jordan a nod. Absolutely. Would you give Jordan a nod on being a point guard and a facilitator? No. No way. No. Nah, I mean, Mag- I, okay. He's, LeBron's like magic when it comes to his right. Opinion. Right. Would right. you give Jordan a nod on rebounding? No. Nah. Nah. No. Would you give Jordan the advantage on shot blocking? Nah. No. <laughs> I mean, LeBron just has to do so much more than get thirty-five. Sure. Nah. Sure. He's got to get 10 assists. He's got to get 12 rebounds. He's got to carry his team. He's got to guard the best player well, uh, on the court. Well, now he ain't, carrying his team is he, – he had – I mean, he just – the Cavaliers just had one of the meanest benches in NBA history. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Here we go. Wait, wait, wait. Would, you, would you give him a nod that, on the headline? That team didn't work. <laughs> they just busted that team up. Yeah. You talking about I when mean, they had Isaiah Thomas and Derrick Rose? I mean, and, they had – I mean, yeah, so, I, I mean, he's – They sent all them away. He's all had some them. good plays. I mean, and Jordan Kyrie. had Scotty. Kyrie is beast. Kyrie's a beast. Uh, I mean, and, and then he had uh, Dwayne Wade and, and when he he was in his prime, Miami, you know. Yeah. But I, I still think, you know, there are things <laughs> that – By the way, I'm, I'm – I'm, I can't – I'm, I'm with Mike, but I'm just saying. <laughs> you gonna play devil's advocate. Yeah, it's tough though. I just you know I, ignore that. I, I I get the fact that from a whole from a standpoint of being an athlete, mm-hmm. you know, that LeBron is built for all positions almost. You you get what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean he's LeBron could almost the put a all time gene pool lottery winner. Yeah, I mean <laughs> I, absolutely he's he's built for it. Yeah. But I mean I just think that there was some things Durable that too. Michael Jordan so outshined nice. in in a really difficult era. I, I mean I, I, you got a Larry you got Larry Birds on the floor and Magic. He was and, old. You know I mean he was old. Magic was old. <laughs> <laughs> 
but he played with Dominique and I mean he played with an era, man. Barkley, he played Larry with some Johnson, and Clyde Drexler. Okay, can we take can we take the era? The out? glove. I mean Gary. I mean, the glove. Come on, can we can we set that fact aside and mm-hmm. just look at them as players? Okay, what you got? Put them do like this one on one in their prime. Jordan. Is that uh, how we? Is that how we're going to judge who the greatest basketball? I'm player just saying. Is? I'm, I'm just, just saying. I, well, I, you know, you know why I think Jason's question is fair is because Kobe said this. Even when Kobe kind of was deferring and said LeBron was the greatest in the league, so to speak, mm-hmm. he was kind of handling that mantle over to him. When the question was asked who would win one on one, Kobe said, oh, "I'm gonna win the one on one game because that's what I do." Right. Kobe mm-hmm. and Jordan are like that. Right. One-on-one, right. Right. They right. gonna. They're going to back you down. They're going to do the spin. Yep. They're going to dunk on yep. you, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think LeBron is skilled enough to beat him and powerful enough to beat That's him That's what I'm looking at. But yeah. some of their agility who, might win Who the can game. stop a LeBron in the open floor? No, that's Nobody. Not people, most people get out of the dead. way. Yeah. And I dislike Michael the era. Jump, Michael, run, Michael will jump over you. LeBron <laughs> yeah. will run over you. Yeah. <laughs> but but the, think, think about this. So think about the era conversation when we talk about, well, could LeBron have played in Mike's era? Right. You mean to tell me somebody six nine, six wow. eight, two hundred and sixty five pounds that runs a four four forty with a forty something inch vertical couldn't play yeah. in the eighties and nineties? Yeah. He could have played. He, he would have been a little different. He would have ran through uh, people. Nah, he would have put adapted. people in the hospital. He wouldn't have put no Charles Barkley in no hospital. He's calm alone. He's calm. Kill O'Neal, calm alone. He's calm alone, but fast. Like he, Dominique Wilkins. I mean, I Larry know. Johnson. I I'm mean, sorry, you got man. some big guys like that. Who you got like that now? LeBron is the greatest athletic specimen to ever play basketball. I, yeah, like, he he is. He, he, had, he is. has to, he has to play against Marshawn Gortat. He got to play against. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> come on, come on, man. Come on, it's the way you said his name that made him just sound a little less. If uh, Marcin Gortat is listening, <laughs> we apologize. Man. Come on, I'm sorry, messing, Paul I'm Chandler. messing, I'm messing. Come on, man. What do you say, Larry? I mean, I mean, you, you make have a decision. To, you have I want to hear what y'all got to say. If you put Who's me the in greatest? A, if you put me in a corner Best and ever. put a gun to my head, I'm gonna say Mike. Okay. I'm going to say my. <laughs> wow, but so extreme. They put you in the yeah, corner yeah, and, my, and put a bat to so, your, And tape them up with electric tape. I'm going to say, my, <laughs> let me say it this way. My heart say LeBron. Okay, why? Um, Specifically because of what he does to the team, to a team. I think his ability to go from team to team and have consistent results and take teams that are nothing as far as he has is an X factor. Like I would pick LeBron over. over. Mike is not a team dude. Mm-hmm. He's a good player, but this is a team sport. Well, I think that's a little blasphemy. What you think? What? To call Mike a good player? What? <laughs> <laughs> right. That's, you know that's, what I mean. That's, you know that's what understated. I mean. Okay, yeah. He, he, he's the greatest player. He's a, he's, he's a, he's he's a, a phenomenal yeah, player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. But, but I was focusing more on the I team. I got you. I got you. Mike got said you. in his own Hall of Fame induction speech that basically ain't no I in team. I mean, ain't no well, – how did he say it? He said it some kind of way. Basically, no, they I said, play for myself. People, people said there's no I in team. Oh, no, he said I, it is an I in win. win. That's what he said. Yeah. But he wouldn't even – you know, Phil Jackson said <laughs> that, that Mike wouldn't even sit in the me. team meeting. Right. right. He'd be in a broom closet. Like that. That's another level. <laughs> and he, they left him alone because of what happened when he came out. He and Kobe had that kind of uh, – uh, He uh, didn't sit in the huddle. And yeah. that. I'll tell you something else that makes this error difficult. Keep going back to the error. The – Refing now versus the uh, refing then is 
ridiculously horrible. He's been studying roughing now. Dude, dude, I mean, they just, them Bombers can, they can put the ball in their pants and walk up down the court and, and get a, and, and get a pass. They, that they, Euro step is tricky, man. I, that's traveling. I mean, it's well, terrible, man. James Harden has mastered it. It's terrible, The Greek y'all. freak walks a lot. <laughs> oh, my God. LeBron gosh. can't keep up with LeBron, his feet. Look, LeBron walks a LeBron lot. Walks Michael a lot. Jordan walked a lot. Michael Jordan walked a lot. I ain't seen that. Now I got to say, Mike, I got to stand up right there. <laughs> oh, let me tell you I something. I ain't seen Mike walk. Let me tell you something. Michael, I seen him walk on Mike, air. Michael Jordan, <laughs> Michael uh, Jackson trained Michael Jordan. Oh, no way. I'm telling you that right now. Both of them know how to moonwalk. Oh. Highlight <laughs> when you see a Michael Jordan highlight reel. Oh yeah, oh, it's a it's a oh, big don't it just make you say, man. Yeah, it's a thing of beauty. Ah, whatever you was thinking man. before that. But you know what? I'm sorry, grew, my bad. But we grew up watching those, sure. right? Like I grew up. You know, renting those superstars, you know, uh, VHS tapes from if Blockbuster. I fly, come fly with me and yeah, all them. Yeah, and I yeah. watched Come Fly with me and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Like that, that's ingrained in us. We grew up on that. It wasn't staged. That was stuff was happening in real game. Yeah, yeah it was real playoffs, life. real time. But he'll always be the greatest to us because yeah. he's he's part of our formative years of basketball. I like mm-hmm. that formative. He he he's that's nice. Like that's <laughs> basketball. But he's that's a one in a lifetime too. Oh my God! Who's that? Yeah. Well, who? No, Kobe, he is. Kobe. Ah, it's the no. closest Kobe thing to him, is a but there is no clone of LeBron. There is not. No, no. There is now, not. The Greek now, Greek, that boy from Philly, right now, yeah. if Ooh. he develops his game, he's OB, got that uh, little name, Ben Simmons. Ben, mm. He doesn't have the athletic. See, he's not a freak athletically, though. No, he's not, but he's a he's a He's horse. a monster. He's a monster. He's so, ma- uh, he reminds me of more of a, a Blake Griffin type man, of Man, who do you know that can put up points when they got the flu? Here we go. That was Hennessy. Here we go. <laughs> and Kobe. Yeah, Mama was Kobe sick Yack. as a dog. Yeah, he, he was on that. And put up Yack. some points. He's on a yak. That was Hennessy. That was a different kind of, but that was a different era. It, well, it was well. no question a different era. I mean, I think I, I think we would all agree that, that Mike is the greatest, but it's a conversation now. Yeah. You know, yeah. and I and, and personally, I, I'll say I love LeBron because LeBron is more the kind of player I like. Like when, right. when Mike was running the league. My favorite player was Scotty. Right. Because mm-hmm. Scotty wow. did all the other stuff right. that allowed right. Mike to be Mike. Right. And I think right. that's something we forget about. When, sure. When Mike was the greatest player in the league, Scotty was the best defensive player. He was the one who initiated mm-hmm. the offense. Sure. He guarded often the best player on the other team. Sure. So I think that LeBron is more in terms of the makeup of his game. Sure. He's a facilitator. He wants to get everybody involved and all that. So I think that that sets him apart. And it makes him hard to compare to Mike because Mike was just a killer. Sure, Mike was mm-hmm. going. Mike was going to get buckets. Well, you know what I mean. And LeBron's just not the same thing. But it doesn't take away from his greatness. I, I think we forget the impact of those small shorts. I would play very angry if I had to run up and down <laughs> that court with them shorts, them junk, them old, them great, hey, them grape sack huggers. Why did I think he was about to say something? Hey, I think he's something on film, short film. Dude, dude. But one of the things you have, hey, to, you have to acknowledge about LeBron's greatness is what he's doing now. Right, yeah. right, right. Yeah, social, can't take it away. Social, what social he's consciousness. Doing for, for, for the country. And he's a smart businessman, too. Oh, no that doubt. dude is no a smart do. business no. guy. And I think from he that standpoint, he is, he has exceeded Michael Transcendent. in sure. his, in his, his impact. taking responsibility for his platform. Sure. Yeah, his like, influence. I don't oh, feel no like doubt. Michael ever used his platform to now advance you, now you're preaching. a people. Right. And I think LeBron has courageously done that. Yep. 
And maybe that's what athletes, maybe that's how you're up, your upbringing. And, 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 and that's what that I was has something say. to do with era too because Michael didn't come up in a social media era. He, he didn't come up in yeah, a YouTube and, yeah, and, you know, he, Twitter, yeah. Instagram and stuff that's, like that. That's right. Yeah. That's I mean, right. the platforms now is a little easier to do that. It doesn't take away from what LeBron is doing because he's still right. using his platform in that way. But Absolutely. What about, take, take, just, just as we wrap this up, think, think about Michael if he, if he played – those two to three years wow. when, they, when his father wow. was murdered, That's when he walked point. away from the game. That's a great point. And he played, played baseball. Yeah. So he had to come back never and play the game at the level that he had left, which he got back to. Yeah. yeah. But we're talking about when he left, he was king of the hill. Yeah. In 1991, right. 90, that 92 championship, 92 season, 92, 93. And then his father got killed that summer. He right. left the game, went play baseball. For two seasons, he was away. That's a major. You're talking about eight championships right there, eight right, straight. Right, They would have won like, eight straight. They would have. And maybe if they hadn't broken up the team when he retired the second time, because he 40, came back came years back 45. after that. came back years after that to come back to play for the Wizards. 45. But they had a great coach, great system, and I think people forget Mike struggled, you know. Uh, was Phil Jackson a great I know this black guy. Was, there was we he go. a black – was there he a great go. coach? Come on, or man. did he have no. the greatest two-point guard, Phil greatest Jack- two two guards, and arguably both. one of the greatest centers ever? Both, both. He, I think he both. was the Bill Belichick of basketball. Yep. Okay. And oh. and and because you just like Bill mm. Belichick, you would say could John Bill- Thompson have done one eleven with those guys? No, nah. I don't know. In my I don't opinion. know. In my but opinion. I'll tell you this: he was a Bill- great coach. Don't don't get it wrong. Just neither of them. Yeah. Neither of them are one without the other. Jordan doesn't have any rings without Bill. Phil doesn't I, have any rings without Jordan. Because Jordan didn't win any Kobe, rings for a minute. Kobe doesn't have any rings without Phil. Phil doesn't, you know. Well, who was his Saunders? Who was yeah, his right. coach starting out? Phil didn't win. Phil, Phil didn't win. When, when, when he didn't have him, he, he said, didn't win nothing. That's what you right. said. He said. Right. That's what I'm saying. They, they need each other. I think they Shaq each other. got one without him. Shaq got one with Dwayne Wade in Miami yeah, in Miami. 2006. Yep. Yeah, that was cheap. But Pat Riley was coaching them. Right. He came down and started. Still, that's a Hall of Fame coach. He man home, man. Van Gundy. Van Gundy. Who Stan, is it? Is it Van? Stan. Stan, you got family problems. I want you to go home. <laughs> I got it from here. Stan's a huh? Yeah, you Anybody got tell me. I ain't got. I got a short window. I got Alonzo Mourning, a Shaquille O'Neal, D-Wade. We got to win this down. And remember, and I think Shaq got, got hurt. Shaq got hurt, and Zoe had to, like, come yeah. in. Yeah. Zoe was a beast. Yeah, man. Zoe was a beast. Zoe had some health problems. Yeah. Hey, so, guys, it's been really cool. Oh, we be grabbing up. I had a question. No, I had a question. Go ahead. What's the guy, my man from San Antonio, the coach? Uh, Greg Popovich. Popovich. Yeah. You think Popovich could have won a, a ring wow. with Michael Jordan? Yeah. First of all, Popovich has won five without Mike. True. He's yeah, won five with right some way of uh, lot of reasoning. With some uh, construction workers. Wow. <laughs> no, that's real. Fundamentals. That's yep, real. Yep. He won. He Quiet won. Leonard. He won some with yep. David Robinson. David Ro- Admiral. Tim Duncan. Yeah. I mean, Tony Parker's a, a very good player. Manu Ginobili. Manu, very Manu, good player. Manu yep. Ginobili. Um, this guy they got now is a very good player. Uh, Leonard. Kawhi yeah, Kawhi. Leonard, Kawhi. Very Kawhi. good player. Kathai. The power yeah, forward they have is a very LaMarcus good player. LaMarcus Aldridge, Aldridge yeah. Right. yeah. But, but Popovich, man, to me, Pop. is the number one coach in the NBA. I agree. I, 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 I couldn't argue Boston with you on too. that. But we're talking black excellence. Right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to sports next time. Hey y'all. Hey, hey, it's hey. been a great man. Thank you, Jason Rollins Jones, for joining us. Jay, Jay, Jay. Appreciate your fellas letting me hang out. 
James Marshall, thank you, man. My pleasure. We celebrate Mr. Larry Page. Oh, one thank more you, time. man. Uh, Ryan Doll. Our boss, Asha Battle. Thank you for your support and leadership. And uh, we'll see you all next week on the Keep Battle Podcast. <laughs>